Um, yeah, sometimes that happens. I always, I'm always like, oh, the government's shutting me off. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give These a shit. These days, you never know. <laughs> I know. I know. They got guys in there just messing with people. <laughs> well, after the Twitter file stuff, so let's go, let's start with that, right? Because, um, so let me, let me kind of like reintroduce. So this is Justin from the Nielsen show. This week on the show, we're going to do a little bit of a conversation between populist left and right. And just to intro him, he's someone who I've known for a long time. And um, when Trump was running originally in 2016, he and I had these conversations. And I just remember saying, Justin, Trump doesn't give a shit about you. He takes a crap on a golden toilet in Manhattan. And Justin goes, yeah, but he's not a Bush or a Clinton. And that was that really stuck with me because I was like, wow, now I get it. And I think that a lot of liberals are think that everyone who voted for Trump is a racist. And I live in yeah, LA. maybe we should just maybe we should just get that out of the way, you know. So yeah, I'm a racist. I voted for <laughs> Trump. <laughs> so hey, let me tell you something though. Full disclosure, 2020. I'm going to make a confession. I did too. I voted for Trump in 2020. Um, you and here's Nazi. Yeah, I, because I'm a white supremacist, obviously. Um, no, but let me let me explain why. And and I feel like I was completely vindicated because I come from social media world. And it all started with the Bernie Sanders campaign. I got suspended from Twitter. Get this. You'll love this. I got suspended from Twitter for seven days because when Bernie Sanders won one of the primaries, Chris Matthews um, on MSNBC like referred to his followers as Nazis. And I said, I hope his stupid head explodes on TV. And they said and that that's exciting violence. That's violence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, that guy Malcolm Nance had a thing. I I googled after that. I was like, I went into Twitter. I was like, okay, let me find. I had a burner account. Found Malcolm Nance talking about Trump's head exploding, and I'm like, wait a minute. How come he can say use yeah. this metaphor, but I can't? Like, and, well, and that's why so many him. people. Yeah, that's why so many people on the right were like. Why is this not a standard all the way across the board? We're yeah. just aiming at conservatives, technically, is what they were yeah. claiming. You know? But it's like, why are we getting all these bans and, I mean, outright just kicked off platforms that because they said something exactly what the other side said, but because yeah. it's not the other side, then, you know, and that's who's running Silicon Valley. So, I mean, exactly. I get it from that standpoint. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, the thing is, too, is the what Matt Taibbi and Elon and the Twitter files exposed is that was all real. Like I that's and that's yeah. the, the reason I even brought this up is that's why I voted for Trump, because the Hunter Biden laptop thing, that was the point when I went, wait a minute, this is BS. Like they're blocking this story and calling it Russian. When I Well, but it makes sense now that, you yeah. know, all these FBI people were yep. employed by Twitter. Totally. I mean, I think it's it's funny, but it's not funny that Elon goes in there and just basically cleans house, you know, and they'll be yeah. like, oh, Twitter, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, everybody's got to do their publicly. I'm leaving Twitter. It's like yeah. nobody cares. Everybody's there still, too. <laughs> They're all still there. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you know, if you followed it much, but like he's such a Elon's such a great troll. And he has. Oh, his he problems. is. He's not perfect, yeah. but he's but he made Twitter better. And it's funny on 420 is when he shut off all the legacy blue checks. <laughs> and did, did you hear what he did? He he go, he comes out and he goes, listen, I'm going to pay for LeBron and Stephen King's checks. 
I'm going to pay for your check so you guys don't lose yours. <laughs> and everyone's well, and it. even even like William Shatner was throwing a big fit that he had he to paid pay for William Shatner. It's like I'm like, really? You guys have got multi how many millions of dollars? Yeah, and you're complaining about an eight dollar. You have to now pay eight dollars for a blue check. It's like well, get and, over and, yourself. And honestly, man, I I look back on the last few years and I realize like how snotty these people are. You know, that's the other side of it. Well, it's, they've had they've had the rain. They've had yeah. the rains and they've gotten away with everything. So now totally. that they're not getting away with everything, they're totally bent out of shape. Well, and that right there is why, like with the with the Bernie campaign building up to twenty to the twenty twenty election, uh, they those motherfuckers, excuse me, those those efforts, they are they were so. It might be hard not to cuss. I'm trying. Yeah, I I, I try not to because actually YouTube's pretty like their their standards are pretty like lenient. I I say fuck on s s some of my podcasts, but I haven't been flagged for it yet. But but no, the, the, there were so those people, the the like the the liberal elites, you know, um, they were so mean to people. They're like, "This is ours! How dare you think that you can have this power, Bernie people?" Like, and and it's obvious now when you when you look at the big picture that there's this consulting class. There's this there's the deep state. I like I like the term permanent Washington is what Max yeah, Blumenthal calls it. But yeah. those are the people who were were like absolutely not the and and looking back man those are the people that were the most upset about Trump winning because and I I want to show you this article or at least talk about it but I was doing this piece about propaganda and under Obama they built they they were, they uh did what's called the Smith Modernization Act and they mm. made it so it's legal to to run U.S. like State Department propaganda here in the U.S. And literally there are articles when Trump won where they're like freaking out about this. They're like, holy shit, we built this propaganda arm and now Trump's going to get it. And they're... they're to well, the that's the thing people don't realize. It's like these bad policies, that person's not in there forever. Right. So guess what? This power comes up yeah. and it's still there when the next guy comes in. And that's Completely. when they start freaking out, thinking, oh, our guy's going to fix all this stuff with this thing here. And then it's like, oh, the other guy's in. Now, now. the other mean? team's got control of it. Well, so yeah, this is the other like... thing that's funny about this is this is this is how bad this was. The Clinton campaign had had scheduled a meeting to, like, go meet with this propaganda arm because they thought they were going to win. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, so speaking of the Clintons with that, did you hear about that guy that's going to prison or whatever for memeing yes. on Hillary Clinton? It's like, yes. what is that all about? Yeah. It's that's like, how, how do you, I mean, if anybody really thinks we have freedom, freedom. of speech, it's, it's ridiculous. It's an illusion anymore because totally, if you can get thrown in jail for a meme, well, what, did you what see can you really say? <laughs> it's and and honestly the thing about that that's crazy is people on the other side did the exact same thing what he did was he he had a meme that was like hey hillary people don't forget to vote on this day and it was the wrong day and people on yeah. the left did that to trump supporters too there were all kinds of like hey trump supporters don't forget to vote on this wrong day well and that's so the stupid thing is it's like you know if you're that uninformed you shouldn't be voting anyways right <laughs> in yeah. my you know it's like really if you're just 
oh, they said go vote on this day and no, the polls aren't open. It's like, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. That's just. Yeah, you should. I don't, I don't know what planet you live on. <laughs> right. If you're voting based on what someone said on Twitter anyway, like your vote shouldn't count. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, yeah. Day. Yeah, you're not paying attention to what's going on. <laughs> well, and, and back to that, the meme thing, Tucker, Tucker Carlson pointed out how it's it, it not only that guy, but now they're it's not just the the left or the right that they're going after. It's anyone who dissents against the mainstream narrative. And the freedom of speech thing, it's like all the people, the ACLU defended Nazis. Like Noam Chomsky said straight out, like, if you don't support freedom of expressions for views you despise, then you don't support it at all. Like speech, freedom of speech isn't for the comfortable stuff, right? It's like it's for well, the Well, yeah, stuff. I mean, yeah, if you don't have uncomfortable conversations, you're you're just doing what this nation's doing right now everybody's going to their corners and they're all reassuring each other's thoughts and it's not doing any good because we're spinning our wheels yeah it's like well we hate them and we're against them it's like you know we gotta these long conversations like this is what really needs to happen between the so you know left and right if that's totally. what you want to call it because if not if that's was the biggest thing like with facebook or even just text you don't get context. You don't get like an emotion or anything You'll like that. Tones. It's just flat words. And when I heard that, and when Joe Rogan said that, I'm like, ah, oh, that, that motherfucker's right. He's like, you can't, you, you take it into your own perspective instead of like, like we're doing face to face and you're hearing my tone and yeah. expressions and stuff like that. You don't get that on a flat text or somebody writing something on Facebook and you know, you, your, your mind just starts well, they meant this, and it's like, no, they didn't. They meant this, and you know, it's like I don't know what they meant because it's the wording sounds like it means this, but I'm saying it says this. You know, so I've gotten in so it, many fights with people over text messages or emails that it's like, no, if you heard my tone, it's not like it's it. To you totally misconstrue it, but also yeah. look at look at what they do to people like Joe Rogan, who who foster like like e e debate and like uh, you know deep nuanced conversation yeah they demonize them like he, he, joe rogan is further left than than like most people if you listen to what he actually says he had he plat he gave bernie sanders you know that that was i think the point when they were like oh fuck that guy <laughs> yeah because he, well, he said he would vote for bernie sanders well and that's the thing it's like everybody gets so upset because they're he's he's platforming people from the right or somebody that disagrees with their agenda or whatever you know he's having but a conversation like, i i still watch him and i'm like oh i don't i don't agree with what this person's saying and i i think they're leaving a lot of stuff out yeah in their you know whatever they're talking about so it's like Okay, I can see where they're coming from, but it, they're not looking at all the facts. They're just taking the amount of facts they want to get the outcome they desire. And it's well, like, and it, that's not really doing anybody any good either, because these people are like scientists and doctors and stuff like that that we're supposed to trust. But it's like, okay, so where do we, where do we sit now with like science even? Because a lot of these people and COVID brought a lot of that out. Hey. We're supposed to listen to these experts and these doctors and stuff. Well, all these doctors that, you know, once you start seeing the emails and the texts that people leaked out, it's like, oh, 
So these people we're supposed to trust were actually saying this, but then mm -hmm. somebody got to them, and then all of a sudden, like the next day, all these stories changed. So it's like, okay, so are we really supposed to believe them? Or, you know, I mean, I just did my own thing. I'm like, you know, yeah. if I catch it, I catch it, whatever. It's, it is what it is at this point. It, it's crazy. That whole thing was, it was what really changed me a lot too, because I realized how all that stuff was being used to let, intensely divide us. Like you're supposed to hate your neighbor if they don't wear a mask or don't get a vaccine or whatever. Like, like yeah. there's some going to kill people. I was like, what is going on? I, I remember one point during like peak COVID when I was out walking and this dude like crossed the street to like not pass me. <laughs> and I'm just like, it makes what no sense. Is going oh yeah like anyone who <laughs> breathes is a threat to me now like what is going on well the stupid thing was too is all the people that were masked and getting vaxxed and all that stuff most oh, the of them still sick. caught it <laughs> the, yeah. got sick. Like, oh, the vaccinated people got covid more I, like i I, well, I i had it for and, and got vaccinated after i never got it again but all the people getting boosted they got it like three or four times yeah, so, I, I mean, and I don't know because they won't let us know, essentially, what the real date is. So, that's funny with the, you know, kind of the, it's it switched everything around from, you know, the left was all, F the big pharmacy companies, yeah. you know, they're this yep. and that too. And this hit, it, it, the right went, no, screw those guys, you know, and yeah. everybody on the left's like, no, we need to believe these guys. Everybody needs to get back. Yeah. It's like, all, all the doctors that got deplatformed were the ones that I started listening to, but I was like, these guys are making sense, though. And I mean, you yeah. got the guy that helped develop the mRNA technology coming out and saying, Alone? we shouldn't be, ma yeah, we shouldn't be mass vaccinating people because, especially during a pandemic, because now you're getting it yeah. to transfer and uh change so much faster that you're going to keep getting all of these other variants you're helping it mutate essentially instead yeah, of natural it. immunity to take shape that, it's funny yeah. i got in a i got in i i like got in an argument with my date like she like over this shit like she like <laughs> wouldn't talk to me after like we've never saw each other again because oh, man. and it started over we like we went out and we were in this uber and I said something about, I was like, yeah, well, if you're vaccinated, it doesn't matter who else is like you're protected. She's like, that's not true. And I'm like, yes, it is. And we got in this big argument and she goes, it's like this. If I wear a bulletproof vest and I'm like, that's, ex that's a perfect analogy, right? If you wear a bulletproof vest, it doesn't protect me from getting shot. Like what is, yeah. And then she's like, no, that's a bad analogy. I'm like, no, that's a good one. And then, no, that's yeah. exactly what it's doing. Like, exactly. That's what they're telling us. You get you get the shot, you get protected. So it's like, why right. are you freaking out if I'm not protected? Yeah, if, I, if, if I'm not vaccinated, I'm going to die. You should go be happy, like cheer it. Like, right. <laughs> meanwhile, the unvaccinated are fine. <laughs> like, well, and you know, I, I did catch it. I didn't catch the first wave. It was the second one, whatever that one ended up being, but... Mm -hmm. And it hit me pretty hard. It was like a big sinus and headache and just the body fevers. Sure. I never really got anything in my lungs. And there's certain people that I know that never even got it. Wow. Or if they did, they didn't know. If they know did, they it was just unnoticed. It. Yeah. And it's like that one, that one hit me hard. It hit me for almost two weeks. And, but it wasn't anything I was like, oh, man, I'm going to die. I need to go to the hospital and get on a ventilator. It wasn't nothing like that. It did suck. The fevers like were probably the worst. 
It's yeah. the other thing that's crazy is COVID is SARS and we've had yeah. SARS outbreaks before. And that's why I was like, well, the ivermectin point was, was, was the point too. When I was like, wait a minute, that's a drug that like is a, is it's antiviral drug that you can be used yeah. in any viral viral virus. Like it, it stops viruses. Well, well, when you start looking at the big picture, especially with the media, all of them SOBs are Big paid one. for by Pfizer. Totally. And Moderna and BioNTech. And it's like, they're commercial. They're, they're like, hey, there's CNN sponsored by Pfizer, you know, all that G- stuff. And it's like, Jimmy Dore. No, we need to believe these people. <laughs> yeah. Jim, Jimmy Dore made this great point. Um, and and it's, like, it's like, he goes, Pfizer made like X amount, like a hundred something billion dollars last year alone. He's like, the entire music industry, the entire music industry from Drake to the Rolling Stones, $12 billion. So that just shows you like the pharma companies made like 110 billion in one year. Like that's how powerful they are. He's like, if you don't think that that'll buy governments, that'll buy the media. All the governments were paying for these vaccinations. You know, I mean, we did it here. I don't know how much money we spent. And another thing that I don't even know if a lot of people know this stuff. So our NIH, whatever, has co-patents with these yep. drug companies. So yep. they cut us a check back. It's it's the whole thing with like Washington. Everybody's scratching each other's backs, all while us, the taxpayers, are getting screwed. So yeah. now I've seen an article that there's actually the government is paying out people that have had injuries from the vaccine now. So guess who pays for that again? Us. The taxpayers. Of course. Again. So it's like yeah, we're be- getting rolled over left and right and nobody even understands it it's funny too what's what what strikes me about liberals and i online and i make fun of them for this all the time is i'm like you guys can recognize corporate capture in the military in the media but not in healthcare. like that's exactly what's going on like the entire pharma and, and healthcare industry is captured by big corporate interests that lot like the guy who the guy who is on the board at Pfizer used to be the head of the FDA. You know what I mean? And and one of the things that uh Malone guy pointed out was that um during uh the the dude who wrote, uh from Pfizer was on the board at uh Thomson Reuters or the guy from who runs Thomson Reuters is on the board at Pfizer. Like there's all these conflicts of interest. So so the reason that I voted for Trump was because of the Hunter Biden laptops being censored because I knew right then because I had been censored and so many people I knew had been censored uh, for for basically what it, what Twitter turned into was an echo chamber for the elite. And, and if you questioned the narrative or you uh, said something critical of an elite, they kicked you out. And now it just came out. Did you see this story that came out the other day about the CIA guy under oath had to say that he actually, on behalf of the Biden campaign, got the 50 officers, the intelligence to officers. sign in on it. To, to say that it was Russian propaganda. Well, and that was kind of the thing. So the people that were saying it on the right, I guess you could say, were the ones that were getting totally blasted on it. it's like no it's russian propaganda well you guys are just mm-hmm. you know helping trump and the russians and it's like yep <laughs> what is the deal with the russians it's like why do we hate the russians so bad i mean we've created this boogeyman from the 80s you know that's come back he's gonna sh- 
blast us with ballistic missiles. We all need to get to our bunkers. It's like, look, he has outlined a bunch of stuff that the government and the media will not tell people. He had already told me, he's like, look, Ukraine should not be allowed to be in NATO. You guys mm-hmm. are moving stuff up on me, on my borders. Do you, so, do, you, do you know what the Cuban Missile Crisis was? Do you know about the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 60s? Yeah, a little bit. So it's, it's it's like almost the same thing in reverse. Like Russia tried to put missiles in Cuba and the United States is like, no, fuck, no, you can't do that. Like yeah. we're trying to put missiles on the border of Ukraine. Yeah, we're doing the same thing back the other way and expect yeah. to not get a response from <laughs> It's like, but they're not telling the American people this stuff. So nobody understands totally. what's really going on in Ukraine. Yeah. And, and to the Hunter Biden laptop thing, there's... You know, everybody's talking about the he's on the Burisma board. He knows nothing about it, but because he's a Biden and a lot of money flowed through there while President Obama was in office and the Bidens were, you know, their whole the Clintons and the Bidens. And I'm sure there are tons of other people are all involved in such criminal activity. Yep. And nobody wants to call them out. Nobody. I mean, that's the thing. That's what. That's what I'm tired of. And a lot of people I think that kind of have the same mentality as me is, is we're tired of this corruption and nobody goes to jail. There's no consequences. And uh, do you know who Jesse Kelly is? Yeah. So I, I listened to him, you know, he's an ex Marine and stuff. And I was like, you know, I kind of agree with you is like, these people have the communist mentality and nobody's doing anything to them. So if the communist doesn't have their door kicked in, and somebody arresting them in the early mornings of the, you know, morning time when you're in your pajamas and stuff, kicking their door in like they did to Roger Stone and those things with, you know, CNN in tow. You know, that's mm-hmm. a weird thing. But it's like if we're not doing that back, unfortunately, they're not going to stop. Did they're you just, see they're getting did, away with it? Did you see the the guys, the black socialist guys that were recently indicted for Russian propaganda? Did you see the whole thing about that? Uh, I might have. I don't, I don't know. I go. There's so much stuff that kicks around in my brain. I can't even keep track of it anymore. Well, <laughs> to to their credit, guys like Tucker and Glenn Beck came to their defense. Like Tucker said, look, I probably don't agree with everything this guy says. It sounds like what he's saying here is pretty right on. But he's yeah. like, but he should be allowed to say it. He's like, you can said you can say pro-Russian propaganda in the United States. It's protected by the first minute. Just so is anti-Russian propaganda. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that is exactly what the Constitution was written for. You know, it's amazing they had the foresight they did back in the days, you know, breaking away from England. You know, it was a big deal, but they were like, look, if we don't do this now, it's never going to happen. And they, however, they came up with the ways to write the Constitution and, uh, you know, to give their people a way to govern themselves. And I think that's where we've gotten away from is yeah. governing ourselves. We just send people to Washington and then we just turn around and do whatever we're doing, you know, not paying attention to what's actually going on back there. And there's and no I term limits. We need yeah, term I mean, limits in Congress. I think yeah, you and I mean, talked like, about that. Yeah, you know, like like we said before, the uniparty stuff, it's like all these people that have been in there 20-plus years, they're all scratching each other's backs. It's like, hey, you know what, we're going to have this these ridiculous bills that are, you know, 22,000, 4,000 pages long and trillions of dollars 
and everybody's throwing their little crap in there, left and right. And then everybody's just signing it. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, we got we to gotta pass this. Well, maybe we should read through there and see what's all in it. No, no, no. We just need to pass this. Well, like, they make those bills so big that they can't possibly read them, too. Ga- yeah. Matt Gates was on Tim Pool talking about this. And, man, so this is what's so crazy to me, right? Do you remember at the beginning of this year when the Freedom Caucus people refused to vote for McCarthy and they, like, yeah. kind of – held their vote hostage and like, and, and people call them terrorists and there was a big, so that is something that Jimmy Dore tried to get the left to do to Pelosi when she was up for a vote. And, and basically that's the point that I realized all like AOC and the squad and all these people are frauds because AOC, I donated to her, man. Like she ran as a outsider that came to disrupt Washington she got in there and did the exact opposite. And Jimmy yeah. Dore was like, look, Pelosi's up for a vote. Well, here's what you guys need to do. You need to hold your vote and and tell her you will not vote for her unless she does a floor vote for Medicare for All. Of course, it's not going to pass. But we want these people on record during the pandemic when everyone's, supp- like it's, everyone's supposed to be sick and dying, <laughs> voting no on health care. And yeah. every single one of them fucking called, they called Jimmy Dore uh, violent, like he's inciting violence. They obfuscated, they did everything they could. They they made all kinds of excuses. All the little like media groups on the left, like Young Turks and shit, came yeah. out and made up fake excuses. And they, they tried to say that McCarthy would become speaker if they didn't vote. No, that's, and these guys... <laughs> The Freedom Caucus did it and proved all of them wrong and made them all look stupid because it just kept coming up for votes. And and Gates was like voting for like, you know, Mickey Mouse and shit like, you know, they were just voting for whoever and just to and they got concessions. And the reason yeah. I thought of this is because and that's one, what Congress is supposed to do. Exactly. And, and, and one of the things that the reason I thought about this is what you said. Gates said one of the demands that they had for McCarthy was single item bills. Yeah, so that, I mean, so what, they could what they've them. been doing now for since Bush, essentially, is just these bills get omnibus. Passed. Yeah, just and the uh, continuing resolutions—they're horrible for us, the U.S. Yeah. citizen. They're horrible, and people, if you know, I try and tell people all the time, I'm like, I hate politics. I really do. I hate it. It's but shitty. I feel like if I'm not paying attention to it. Yeah. I might as well just bend over everywhere I go with a bottle of lube in one hand and just let them hammer me because that's what they're doing anyways. Like I would rather at least know what's going on so I can say, Hey, you know what? I'm tired of getting up the wazoo. Every time I turn around, you guys are doing something. It's true. Well, it's like if people aren't informed on it and that's, you know, like I say, we send people to Washington because they say the right things that we vote them in and then they get there and then they do just something different. And the founders wanted us to pay attention. They they expected us to. That what are the, the there's quotes like, hey, you know, this, it takes like a high degree of, um, you know, you got to pay attention to what's going on. And like, was the the there's yeah, quotes about like, liberty requires like constant like constant attention. Like, and and that's the other thing that I always I tell my kids this too. It's like politics. I'm like it's like sports, but like sports doesn't affect your everyday life in the same way that politics yeah. will. And and it's crazy too, because, and this is another reason I want to start having these conversations with you, man, 
is it's we all want the same things too and we get divided over these stupid cultural issues where if we had a long form conversation about them and we sat down we would probably agree on most things and i, I just before I'll, I'll let you talk for a second but i want to tell oh, you this one other thing um that i thought was interesting about this morning the last time i went to church with my mom and uh the, there was i went into sunday school class and there was this lady there and she was trying to get the Sunday school teacher to find a, a scripture that would prove her Mormon friend was wrong. And I was like, wow, like, why not try to find common ground? Like, why do you have to like be like, I'm right and you're going to hell? Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I don't get that either. It's, it makes no sense for the most part. It's like, you know, what, you're not, religion's a weird thing. I'm not going to get into that too much. Right, right. It's like... Us I trying just, to prove each other wrong doesn't right. get us anywhere. And I want to get away from that. I think that's the problem we've had in politics is it's turned into like this WWE entertainment thing where it's like it's <laughs> it's bigger than that. You know, it's like it's a, yeah, it's, it's brother, wild. I'm a Republican and I'm gonna bury you. <laughs> you know, and it's like it would be more entertaining. We just throw them all in the Congress and lock the door and say hash it out <laughs> yeah we, gotta, and it might actually be better if they did have to like ufc fight each other i uh, know it's like <laughs> something might get resolved at least <laughs> okay like congress has to fight to the death until like three of them are, are dead and then we get three <laughs> new ones or something you just put them all in a pit <laughs> it's like yeah. hunger games yeah no kidding it, well that's you know my daughter got into that and was watching this series and stuff and i'm like I hope this doesn't happen, but the way these world governments are pushing policies, it's really, I mean, it may not happen for 10 years because these things kind of slowly grind down. And then next thing you know, you're in the middle of it. Yeah. It's like these Hunger Games, the way the Netherlands and the the northern countries over there in Europe were trying to force farmers into not using fertilizer and all this stuff. Dude. It's like, we get so much food from these farmers that people aren't going to realize it till it's too late. And could you imagine what's going to happen with society if food resources are gone be or even just short? I mean, society breaks down super quick over, you know, natural disasters. What happens? Stores are cleared out. Water's usually the first thing to go and any food that'll stay good for a while. And it's like, we were that's, just a natural disaster. Imagine if this was. Oh, let me ask you this: Have you ever really gone to the WEF forum and and watched <laughs> some of the videos of those? Those people are psycho. They're gonna you're gonna eat bugs and own nothing. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, and, but to their defense, I get what they're trying to say, but at the same time, I don't think it's the problem they that they're so involved with. They're like, oh, to save the world and save humanity. Yeah. We've What's... got to cut down on eating beef. It's like, you know, there's a lot of people that have been lifelong vegans that now have said, I can't, my body can't sustain not eating meat. Yeah. It's just, it's just not sustainable. You know, it's, everything is in proportion, you know, you got to have stuff sure. in proportion or, you know, you drink too much beer. It's not good for you. Right. You, you, you too, much too much water can be bad. Yeah, for too you. much water can kill you. You know, it's yeah. like you got to have everything in moderation. So it's like, yeah, there's probably things we could change, but unless you're just dictatorially 
forcing everybody to do something, it's never going to happen. It's like, I think I, I now work with farmers all the time. You know, that's my job. You know, we, we have yeah. their water to their fields essentially. And, you know, you hear some of the stories that these guys have as far as like what the, the government restrictions are on them just trying to produce uh, goods, you know, wheat, hay yeah. for cattle, you know, cause you can't just let them graze all winter long you know they bring them into stockyards and then they got to feed them so other farmers will raise hay and then that's the feed for these cattle during the winter and then during the summer you know they'll take them out on the range and let them free range but it's just crazy the restrictions that are put under because a lot of these to put up a pivot which is just them big sprinklers that go out through the fields mm-hmm uh, they're fairly expensive. So a lot of the, your small time farmers, they can't afford to just go put them up everywhere, but they do water more efficiently. So the government luckily has programs that they can actually get a good percentage of those projects paid for, but they got to do it the way the the government wants them to do it, which mm-hmm. for the most part, pretty straightforward. It's nothing that's too crazy out of the way, but Without that funding there and to try and optimize water, you know, because the I think it's the Biden administration now is trying to do some a lot with the Western states, especially the water optimization stuff where every state's now federally required to come up with a water conservation program. Yeah. So, I mean, we we saw a thing about that on John Oliver did a piece about that, like Utah and Colorado and uh, Nevada and Arizona kind of all fighting over the Colorado river rights. Yeah. Well, it's everything kind of drains that way from all of you in a basin area out towards Roosevelt, Vernal, all that stuff. It all drains down in there. A lot of it drains to the green river. The green river runs to Colorado but a lot of the problems we've had is the federal government stepping in and trying to trying to control it from Washington DC when they have they don't come out here and visit these states and know what the hell's going on. Yeah. I mean these are these are essentially yeah, we got mountains and stuff, but we're essentially desert states for the most part. Mm-hmm. We just learned how to cultivate it. Yeah. So it's Utah like Utah's vastly desert. There's like a couple like it's like it's like uh the Middle East where they have like the fertile crescent. There's yeah, like yeah. one little line of like space by the water that's well, if you even look on uh Google Earth or anything like that and you go out across Nevada, I mean it's probably ninety percent desert, sand, whatever. And then you've got these green patches where there's underground rivers and stuff. Usually they can drill into and pump out of and there's crops. That's where the farmers, you know, there's water there and that's the only green spot in the place. Mm-hmm. There's just these little farming communities that pop up. There's a place that we've been working out and it's called Calio. It's right out on the, the corner of the Dugway Proving Grounds and the Nevada border. Okay. And, and it's nothing but desert. I mean, it's desolate. And then all of a sudden, there's this little farm community with about eight or nine. Yeah, because there was water there at one time, and somebody settled it. <laughs> well, that that's one thing that's crazy when you think about with the U.S. is we have a lot of land that's, like, untouched. Like, there's a lot of open, open land. Like, if we could pipe water into it or, you know, oh, like, yeah. we've got a lot of land. It's, on that note, I was thinking about the Ukraine. Like, so one of the things I wanted to talk about, and I, I think this is – um 
re- relevant is the the like make America great again, America first type stuff because I think people misinterpret that. And the more that I see stuff going on, like what you said, it's like we're dumping all this money into these other countries, and it's like and there's tent cities everywhere, and our railroads are crumbling, and our bridges are crumbling, and and it's like when you're talking about government subsidies for farm, like I fully support that. Yeah, at least we're getting something back from it, you know? Yeah. The hundred some odd billion dollars we just sent to Ukraine, they're not even keeping track of where this money goes. Man, there's no accountability. It's like, oh, well, they need another $50 billion. It's like $50 billion. It's like, holy crap. For what? You used to not even be able to fathom when the government would talk about billions. And now it's just like, what's another couple hundred billion dollars? You know, it's like we're 32 plus trillion dollars in debt that's what so it's funny too <laughs> and growing you know we're just printing the money too oh but yeah well it's that's funny if people want to know what why everything costs so much you got to understand inflation yeah well and, and the fed you got to understand the fed so my job recently I, we should talk about this a little bit because i don't know if yeah. i told you about all this i worked for a commercial real estate firm and so we, I, I promoted like an event with Larry Summers and shit that we did. Like the guys that I was working with were like high up in the capitalist world. Like oh, okay. dudes that fucking sell like mass, like dude, like they sell commercial real estate. Like their low tier shit was like $20 million. Yeah. Big dollar know. stuff. Yeah. So they were talking about all this fed shit and, and, and tweaking like with the, the fed and all that kind of stuff. And I think that a lot of that is what brought in, but, but what I wanted to tell you about is how I lost my job, because that's another thing that I think has gotten out of control is I got, I got, um, HR'd out of work by a woman who said that I, um, she, she basically accused me of, um, like, like be microaggressions. And I had to like do a, I had to do a course oh, on microaggressions, geez. and it's like anyone who knows me, like I'm the most kind, like accepting person of everyone. And this was just like one of those angry Karens who she was frankly mad that I got a job above her that she thought felt like she deserved. So she was just looking for any. So she reported me to HR because I said this is what I said verbatim in a chat. LOL, Sherry hater. Like, because she said something as it, and so I said, LOL, it even said LOL, and she reported that to HR, and oh, they dude. actually took that seriously. And maybe, anyway, long story short, you know, I got thrown out of this, the the corporate world. And so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit because you're, you're a good person, I think, to talk about this with about the difference between what um, my world calls the professional managerial class and the working class. Because I've always considered myself a part of the working class, even though I'm like kind of in that like white collar corporate world, you know, yeah. of advertising and 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 stuff like that. Well, and so I think if, if you got a job, I mean, you're you're in the working class essentially, you know, unless you're yeah. the CEOs of these big big corporations. That's there, a good there, way to look there at is, it. There is there is a line where you're above the working class essentially, you know, but you got connections yeah. with the right people and all that sure. stuff, you know. I'm well, not in that group by any means. Like, oh yeah, I mean that's that's all of us, right? Where I mean, yeah. we're just we're doing what we know how to do to make a living and try and support ourselves and our family. I mean, that's essentially right. that's the working class. The other that's, class, and that, I think that's, that's above that doesn't have to work. They just they just go there for the power trip. I think you know, like yeah. oh, I control this, 
and I'm going to make it do this. Right. And that's, and that's where they take it. And, you know, some of them are pretty sane about it. And other places they've just gone insane about it. <laughs> I think some of them on your, on that note, I think some of them have vision to like do something like, like an Elon Musk. I, I think, you know, he might have his faults, but I think he genuinely wants to do positive things for the world. When I hear him talk. Yeah. Versus like Jamie Dimon, who's just like, I run JP Morgan Chase and I make tons of money. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. What are you doing, like Jamie Dimon? A, a power freak and I just want more money. That's what that's all I care about. Right. Because I'm at the top and I'm making all this money and I can do whatever I want. There's there's like a breaking point where everybody just kind of either stays level headed, like Elon, he's got a crap load of money. Yeah. But he's He's probably just too smart to have that kind of mentality like, oh, I just want to do stuff to make more money. I mean, obviously, he wants his companies to do good, right? but he he runs them more conservatively. You know, like if he can go in and clean however many people out of Twitter that he did. What he did with Twitter is amazing. And and make it still work just as good, if not better. The reality is a company like Twitter could, could be automated for the most part. Like you need people to manage servers, which you could outsource. Um, like it's, it's really, at least if you have it in house, you can can, can control what's going on. Yeah. If you're paying attention, you know, I'll, I'll say from personal experience, I think Twitter under Elon is better than it's ever been. The, 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 he has this thing called community notes. That's absolutely amazing. Like Joe Biden came out and tweeted like Americans are doing better than ever the other day. And they put a community note on it. They're like, act or no, he's like, I'm the most pro union president ever. And then the community notes said, actually, Joe Biden helped crush a you know, railroad union strike earlier this year and they like have like yeah, for paid point. sick days it's like how can yeah. you not have paid sick days at least Dude. a certain number you know and and then they turn around and try to blame that east palestine thing on trump i yeah, i know that was that was like, such a uh, weird thing uh, that's well, the that, other thing. it's still the whole thing of the trump <laughs> derangement syndrome and it's I, it's a real thing i mean people are like trump whatever it's like no no it's real i mean he's not even president and you well, guys cannot get him out of your brain. They he can't lives, stop. Yeah, he lives well, rent free in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is his fault. Well, this, I feel like so the Russia Gate thing, right? I, it, most people who know know that that's completely fake at this point. It's all been debunked. Yeah. And I was thinking about it the other day, and I kind of thought back, and I was like, you know what? As much as as I hate that, I kind of feel like Trump deserves it just a little bit because of the birther shit under Obama. You know, and I mean, that's yeah. kind of what our politics have turned into, right? It's like fl- yeah. throw mud, and if something sticks, then it benefits you. <laughs> right. And it's he did not- that to the Republican Party, to everybody yeah. in there. He just like railed on and railed on him. And finally, you know, he's a good reader of how the nation is feeling, I think. You know, like the majority. Not yeah. all these little loud, squeaky groups that are getting the grease right now. I he, mean, he understands. He understands that we need... I mean, I know this is super controversial. We need a some kind of a border it's not security. I see. Well, here's the thing. Stop. Stop right there for one second. Okay, this okay. is one thing I want to ask you because I don't think that that's controversial. Like even Bernie Sanders says, will say like we need good immigration. We need a border. Like I keep hearing people say that there's people that want open borders, but I've never seen anyone argue for open borders. But I, but I and, and I agree uh, with you. It's 100%. it's the see it's the secret money behind. Uh, I know it's going to be 
kind of Alex Jones conspiracy theory territory. But... Alex Jones has been right about a lot of stuff. So well, and that's <laughs> so that's what was funny on the you know the Joe Rogan because hey, he's been friends with him forever. You know, he's like he's been telling me this shit for years, and all of a sudden, all this stuff comes out finally. You know about all this that. It says it's true. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> I mean, Alex. So Alex Jones had a beef with Jimmy Dore. And I watched Alex Jones was taught. I, I watched Jimmy Dore a lot because Jimmy Dore does what I think John Stewart used to do, which yeah. is pull up like little news items that maybe people missed and go like, hey, look at this. Or like make fun of how the media is all repeating each other and like glossing over important stuff. Yeah. Um, but Alex Jones was actually saying how much he likes Jimmy Dore. And then he he was talking about how there's like the the independent media is a bunch of little Alex Joneses, and I was like, he's yeah, right. He's much. Like, I mean, like he, we've had to we've had to create something different because the mainstream totally. media is all parodying the same stuff. And to his credit, man, Infowars is the OG independent media. Like, yeah. like he was doing that shit in like the early nineties, you know. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and it, it, it kind of sucks. You know, he kind of went off the deep end with the whole school shooting thing, you know, which got yeah. him in trouble, which, I mean, I think it was a little excessive what they find him with. And stuff. It was. But, but at the same time, you know, it's like he, he knew he was in a bad place at that time. He had drinking a lot and was getting into drugs, whatever, and just said a bunch of crazy shit. And he at least yeah. admits it, you know, and said, hey, you know, I was wrong, whatever. He suffered the consequences. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. He, he doesn't seem like a bad person, though. And I like I watched this interview with him. Like he's good friends with all the I watch all the Rogan people and the Tim Dillons and the Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe and all those guys. And I mean, that's where it's at, really. Like the, that's where the real rubber meets the road. Like Joe, there's no one better than Joe Rogan, and that's again why he's so demonized because he'll he because he he'll has, give people a platform that other people don't agree with. That's, also, I mean, that's the ultimate yeah. freedom of speech, you know. But he, but he's he, all he's doing really is having experts in their field on and asking them questions. Like that guy, yeah. he had that guy Matt Walsh on, and I don't agree with everything Matt Walsh says, but like there were points where Joe Rogan was just like kind of made him look silly by just asking him questions. Yeah, and, and it's like, and, and and but there's other points where I I was like, oh wow, I didn't know Matt Walsh thought that that he's actually right on that, you know. Yeah. So it's like th that's the kind of conversation conversation we need these days these nuanced conversations and and we're so divided up into these cults where everyone now i get this on the left more now than ever like the right people will disagree with me on something and will battle or whatever but but the left people will block me and go hide in their own little personal echo chamber where the right people will disagree maybe but they're not like gonna unfollow me and lock me out like we we disagreed on that one thing we still agree on a lot of other stuff you know yeah. well and that's, that's that's kind of a weird thing well and before i get too far out of the weeds here so my alex jones stuff is the open open society or something like well, the that. wef stuff well it's it's strongly financially backed by george soros the open okay. open border society yeah yeah so okay, there are people there are people that are actively want it and and if you look into George Soros a lot deeper, you find a lot of crooked stuff that he funds. So it's not tied to him directly, but his money is backing it. So yeah. you got to follow the money. This is another one. Of finding it's like, oh, he donates a lot of money to this group, and then they donate to this group, and then this group does this. And it's like, oh, okay. So you start connecting the dots backwards, yeah. and you start seeing it's like, well, he's not he's not doing it himself, but the people he funds are. 
So it's so, like he's kind of doing it, but not. Yeah, totally. No, no, no. Dude, you're you know? right. So th- this is one of those things, too, where I that was one of the things with Soros where I was like, oh, that's just like like five years ago. I'd have been like, oh, that's just nonsense. That's just some conspiracy. No, he that was real. The, the crazy part about guys like him, too, is the they'll call you an anti-Semite if you if you like say something about Soros and how he's funny yeah. stuff. But there, but if Sheldon Adelson on the right does a lot of similar stuff like he 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 you know bought out trump like donated a lot to trump and because of uh his money he gave trump trump moved the israeli embassy or the american embassy to jerusalem you know what i mean so it's like it happens on both sides but also but the but the liberal side wants to like deny it and ignore it you know yeah or like call it anti-semitism when it's like okay if i criticize sheldon adelson for what he's doing because yeah. he's Jewish too, is is that anti-Semitism? Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like, well, in the whole Nazi thing, it's like, yeah, you, it's the 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 boy that cried wolf too many times. It's like you know your words don't even mean anything anymore. Yeah, everyone's like, an oh, Nazi. you're you're a Nazi because you didn't agree on climate change or something. It's like, look, I live in the same world you do. It's like, I, I though am not looking at just what the media propaganda is telling me and looking at our actual environment around us. I've grown up in the mountains here by my house. You know, I've, I've seen and talked to even older people. I'm like my old neighbor, he's 98 years old now. And you know, when we were going through this drought, he's like, Oh yeah, I remember, you know, when I was a kid, we had droughts like this. So it's like before our time now, going through droughts it's like yeah i've been lived through droughts worse than this yeah like okay so the you know on the climate change things a whole entire different thing that i think that these experts have left out a lot of information that could change the outcomes of their models yeah it's like well you're just saying okay our co2 level goes up right and we know greenhouse gases cause warming but a lot of people have come out and said, you know, we can, we as humans can survive better with the earth warming than we can if it decides to go the other way. Sure. We're jacked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because like, yeah, the, the, the ice caps are melting. Uh, you know, they want to use the polar bears as an example. Oh, all these polar bears are dying. They find one, you know, the sickliest bear they can find <laughs> because it's got some disease or something. Yeah. Like, this is because... The ice is melting. These bears are dying. It's like, I can go show you a black bear that looks just like that. Is it because ice caps are melting that it's sick and dying? No, it probably caught some disease and it's dying. I mean, that's nature. Nature is real. It's like, uh, it's like Sally Struthers or those. those yeah. Louis C.K. Has, this, <laughs> C. has a bit about the dogs. He's like, why are all these dogs wet? They're hosing. He's like, these dogs are beaten every day. Please send money and we'll stop beating them. It's like, like who's hosing these dogs down? It's, it's funny too, because this is something that a couple years ago I would have fought you on. But now I see what that what you're saying completely because you're not arguing that, you know, greenhouse gases are good or that like there isn't pollution. What you're saying is there's alarmism and, and, and it's being, oh, and, and that I completely agree with, because if you look at like Al Gore's movie, for example, Inconvenient Truth, he makes yeah. claims in that, that like we would be in the doom situation by like 2013 or something, you know, and we're well past 2013. Or well, the- yeah. And AOC is, we got 12 years. If we don't, 
if we don't spend trillions of dollars going all this green stuff that's not proven, first of all, and uh, us, the taxpayers, are paying for, once again, for an experiment that we have no idea what the outcome is going to be. And I think due to knowing like solar panels and that, all that stuff, it's great. I mean, I if I had the money to outright buy the panels out, you know, I, sure. I argued with the salespeople, you know, they come around. They're, and they're aggressive. Well, and they're just young kids. They don't know any better. Yeah. It's a summer job. So they're just coming and trying to tell you why you should have solar panels. It'll eliminate your power bill. I'm like, okay, how does it do that? Well, let's, we'll average out your power bill and then we'll design a system that now instead of paying the power company, you'll pay us for the solar panels. So you're just changing who you're paying. It's like, I'm not getting rid of my power bill. I'm just paying you guys for the solar panels. I was like, if I had them 20 grand or whatever they quoted me last time to put them on my house outright, and then it gets rid of my power bill, then that makes a little more sense. But I don't have 20 grand laying around to throw a bunch of solar panels on my house yeah. to, to get rid of my power bill. Right. Because like, if, if that was the case, I wouldn't be worrying about my power bill in the first You're place. You're also like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, okay, my power bill is going to be X amount of dollars for the next 10 years. Is that going to add up to more than $20,000? Yeah. It's a long, well, and that's the thing. So I got a buddy that installs them and he's like, I install them, but I understand solar panels. He's like, I don't even have them on my house because they're they're only like when they're brand new, they only are like 33% efficient anyways. Mm-hmm. And then every five to 10 years, they start breaking down just in the natural being beaten by the sun. Mm-hmm. The, the cells start breaking down. And then yeah. in 20 years, they need to be replaced because they're just, they're only putting out like, 15% or whatever. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but they they get less and less every year. Well, then what do you do with the solar panels? You yeah. tear them down and go throw them in the dump. So it's like, are they really any greener than, I mean, we have an abundance of natural gas that we know is pretty clean. You know, I, I do agree. We do have to kind of work our way probably out of coal. I mean, we're, we're getting too populated in areas and we need, we need energy. Well, check this out. Did you see this is like there's these kind of news stories always get lost in the mix because they're not like scary or or like um, doomsday. But they the Department of Energy kind of like figured out cold fusion recently. Did you see the story? They actually like they're they've been doing these experiments where they're like shooting these lasers with megajoules into these little um, things. And and then they put back more energy than they're sending in. Now that's incredible. Yeah. So basically what they were saying is at this point, all they need, and this is to to go back to your, the global warming thing. I saw Elon Musk say, he's like, is global warming a problem? Yes, of course. Is climate change a problem? Of course. Yeah. Like we're putting out, but he's like, is the world going to end because of it? No. He's like, there's all kinds of things we can do. Like people are talking about running out of water. He's like, the earth is 70% water, dude. Yeah, all that's... we to do is desalinize <laughs> some of it. Like, yeah, like, well, that's the and co- they yeah. won't because it it's a, it's a money game. That's all it right. really is. It's like, it costs a lot of money to build these desalination plants. And if somebody that's investing in that plant isn't making money back from it, because it is expensive to put those plants together. But yeah. it's like the, they're here in Utah. They're freaking out about the Great Salt Lake disappearing. It's like, it's 
I mean, I can look up on the hill. We got maps that show where Lake Bonneville used to I was, yeah, I was just going to say that. It's been evaporating for eons, <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like the last puddle. Today? Right. Yeah. It's like the last puddle of Bonneville, basically. It's like it doesn't drain anywhere. And it's been, you know, and I, the population of Utah has gotten so much bigger over yeah, the last since I left. 15, 20 years, you know? Yep. It's like we build all these pipelines, you know, and we build all these homes everywhere. And we're sucking all this water out of the aquifers before it ever gets to our streams and rivers. So if we don't look at that into our equation, then we're just saying, oh, it's uh, climate change and the lake's going to dry out. And then all these toxic dust and stuff's going to be able to blow through Salt Lake. It's like, well, why we have the worst time trying to adapt to changing climate. Like climate is changing all the time. We just are horrible at adapting to it until it's too late. Like, oh, now there's a crisis. We got to do this stuff. It's and like, it's because we would have been doing this forever ago, just looking at it and understanding logic and the water cycle. It's like, yeah, lake evaporates, it rains, re rinse, repeat, you know? And it's like, we, we know this is happening. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. Could, we could take steps. Like, this is the thing that's so frustrating about politics, too, is and, and why I think one of the reasons I think Trump was, was popular. I, like I was a fan of Trump like way before he got into politics because I started my own business. So I read books by business leaders. And one of the things he was, was good at is getting into these projects that were like overblown and getting them finished like in a couple yeah. of years. And I think to that note, it's like, that's what we really need in the government right now. We need like a consensus. We need working class people on the left and right to come together and go, Hey, like, why are why don't we have high speed rail all over our country like China does right now? What the fuck is yeah. going on? Like, why are we 20 years behind everyone else? And it's all because, and you and I have talked about this, every, someone's making money off the problems. So we can't well, fix the problems because people are making money off them the way they well, are. And it's, I didn't realize until I'd watched, uh, Joe Rogan had uh, Col Colin, Colin Noir or whatever his name is. Yeah, I know. I, he was on guy. there. He's the NRA yeah. guy. Yeah, and he was talking about the homeless problem, and Joe Rogan's like, no, that's not real, whatever. And he's like, no, go look up this and this and this. And he's like, it's a business. They don't want to fix the problem. It's like, these people start looking at their salaries. It's all public information. I saw that. And he's like, I... holy crap, that makes total sense now. He's like, every year, the budget's getting bigger to solve the homeless problem. And these people get raises. <laughs> and did you see? <laughs> did you see Trump's recent think rant about his his like plan to fix homelessness? Uh. -uh. Did you see this? Okay, I, let's. I'm going to send you a new meeting link because we've got like a minute forty seven. Let, okay. Let's do another half hour and let's watch. Let's watch it because it's it's actually fucking good. I did a piece on it, and I I was like, guess it's like you'll never guess who the most progressive homeless policy is in the 2024 presidential election right now. It's Trump. But it's supposed to be Gavin, isn't it? I mean, that's what he ran on. <laughs> well, but I mean, the, the thing that's crazy about this too is no one else is talking about this problem, yeah. right? So, so even if you disagree with some of the stuff he says, you have to go like, okay, well, who else is even, even has a plan? You know, yeah. no one. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's like no one else. Trump is coming out right now and like, uh, based on all the stuff he said and his son has said uh, publicly, I'm like, you know what? Like, if it's Trump Biden, I'm voting for Trump because Trump Jr. said this is so great. I didn't. I did a bit on this, but he his his exact words were, "Burn it all down." 
He's like, he goes, I think a Trump second term, a lame duck Trump is way better than the other Trump because he's not trying to get reelected. So he can do a lot of the stuff that the party's going to hate him for. Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with that because personally, I don't think he was treated fair enough, especially by the media and the Democrats and even even the Republicans that were just never Trumpers. And it was a weird thing that as soon as he announced, all of a sudden it's like, Something clicked, and the, the narrative was this now. You know oh, what we happened? Gotta, we can't do Trump. Check this out. I Because I just did a whole thing about the, the, the neocons moving into the Democratic Party. That's exactly what happened, because Trump had expressed anti-NATO rhetoric. And mm. so as soon as Trump, like, it looked like that I read on There's a whole article about this. The Kagans, Robert Kagan, do you know who his wife is? Victoria Newland. She runs. Well, that's yeah. That's what's so weird. There's all these interconnected people. Yeah, between the Uniparty. Yeah, yeah. Washington and these corporations and this and Man. that. It's like hindsight. Crap. Hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Like right, it's, right. So, <laughs> it's so clear to me now that like the Hillary Clinton part of the Democratic Party. So Hillary ran the State Department under Obama, and so it's like when Trump Trump wasn't supposed to win. Yeah. So. When Nobody he, thought he was going right, to. Right. No one thought he was going to win. He, In fact, I don't think even, I think he pretty much thought he was like going to lose. Like he was, he, but when, when he won, the people from Hillary's state department who were supposed to have jobs in her administration were uh, like, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, and I'm unemployed. <laughs> yeah. So like Jake Sullivan and all those people, they spent, and, and uh, what's his name? Oh God. Podesta. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Like, there's no worse p- people than these people. They spent the next four years using the propaganda arm to go Trump's a Russian spy. And and that was a, that had two, um, two purposes. First, it kept the Democrats from having to admit that they actually lost the election because they sucked. Yeah. And also have the dual purpose of ramping up propaganda, like greasing the American mind for the Ukraine thing. With yeah. Russia, because it's like, oh, Russia, 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 Russia. Oh, look, see, Russia fucked up our election. Now they're in Ukraine. Oh, well, and I think there's a lot of stuff that's tied with the Bidens, Joe and Hunter, in Ukraine that they they totally. now have to protect whatever it is they're hiding over there from everybody. So they're like, oh, it's because the Russians. This is why we gotta give them fifty billion dollars worth of our military equipment. This is why we gotta keep giving them money because. I think Zelensky is a fraud myself. He totally is. Did you the see the cor- report? The, the corruption's still there. It's just under a different guise. Well, <laughs> you well yo, did you see the Cy Hirsch report that just came out? That uh, Zelensky's actually, but I'm, I'll send it to you if you haven't read this yet. So Cy Hirsch, who's like a really, like Seymour Hirsch, he he, he broke the My Lai Massacre story in the 70s. He's okay. a very well, like story, like credentialed journalist. He broke this story that Zelensky is skimming money um, off the fuel money that the that they're and and they're buying fuel from Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I mean. I think this whole thing is just a, a scam. Like even so, here here's another. It thing is a I scam. Think, I think the government is working to try and essentially, you know, they keep saying, "Oh, Trump's going to be a dictator," or whatever. But there's more. Oh, did I lose you again? 
Hold on for a second. Did you freeze on me? I'm going to pause. Let me start recording again. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so that the whole scam of that money going over there and all of the the three-letter acronym, you know, deep state essentially. Yeah. Intelligence community. I mean, you heard it from Chuck Schumer. Yeah. They have so many ways, six ways, so many ways to get it. And it's true. I mean, they have all the information from everything. I mean, the NSA, FBI, CIA, all all of this three letter acronym bureaucracies, I think, are working to try and take more and more power to themselves. Of course. Because now, with that leaker, that supposed leaker that was like National Guard or something. Yeah. Supposedly, this stuff's been out on the internet for, for a while a month or two or whatever it's like the people that have been more higher up in those agencies or even in the military like there's no way this guy could have done that without somebody knowing getting it to him that he did it so it's like okay so they've let him leak this stuff out thinking he's being a whistleblower or whatever you know why they're doing it right and then uh, well that's what i'm alluding to here's what i think anyways yeah so they they automatically I can know who this person is and they go and arrest him. It's all this public video, you know, it's all over the news. Oh, we found this leaker. We're going to get this stuff fixed. And then Congress comes out with that. uh, What's it called? Restrict act. Restrict act. So if you start looking at that, it's like, okay, what, who are you restricting? Yeah. Oh, Oh. the general public. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We need to protect you from, we need to like, like Jimmy Dore made the great, the best. He he summarized this so well. It's like he broke it down so well. He's like, we need to have someone else read stuff for you to make sure that it's okay, that it's not going to hurt you. Is what they're basically yeah. saying. Like, are you yeah. kidding? So it seems to me like that was a whole patsy scheme to get this yeah. guy arrested to pass, just like the Patriot Act. I mean, yep. what happened there? And we're still living under that bullcrap. So I, I think I think you're right. The, the, here's where I would I would change things up a little bit because they were trying to pass that restrict act before this leaker guy was outed. And I think what happened is there was enough pushback. They went, fuck, we need like some kind of a like a false flag thing to like make it look like that we need to do this. And so then that guy got leaked and they're like, oh, see, we need to really crack down on the Internet, guys. Yeah, and it's like, and they would love nothing more than to have that power. I mean, we're already being monitored. Us right, yeah, us right now. I mean, they could make some bullcrap up about us being some, uh, you know, we're going to overthrow the government or something because we're talking politics, you know, like they can make up whatever the hell they want. Well, did you see, so these black... And and who's going to care if we disappeared? Totally. other, Other than our... Immediate family, you know, and everybody else got, yeah, they they did this. <laughs> they were know? trying, they were talking about voting for Trump. They're gonna, yeah, no, they they're gonna try overthrow Joe and throw away the key. We just saved democracy. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, oh, so that, the January 6th thing is another thing I wanted to touch on with you because, oh, yeah, yeah, th- that thing, I, I, I had this great moment because the day that that happened, I was, I worked at this company and I was on a call with my European counterparts. One of them was French and one of them was British. The British guy was like, oh oh my God, it's so terrible. What's happening with January 6th? Oh my God. (laughs) And then the the French chick was like, 
This is what she said. I thought this was like, so man, funny. we've been doing this for months. She, this is what she <laughs> Where said. Are she you goes, guys at? She basically <laughs> called us pussies. She goes, she goes, it looks kind of like the yellow, what the yellow vests, but they're yeah, not doing, doing anything for months. Yeah. But they're not doing anything. That's what she said about January 6th. Person. She says, she goes, it reminded me of the yellow vest people, but they didn't do anything. <laughs> well, and uh, so if you want to get into that too, I yeah. mean, it's like right from the beginning, the first, I mean, who nobody was really in any danger. I mean, you had a couple of, of bad course. actors in there doing stupid shit, but like that Ray Epps guy. That was it was an Is awful. that not the weirdest yeah. thing ever? Okay. I have some footage. I gotta I gotta like connect my hard drive so I can show it to you or find it on Twitter, but I have some footage I want to show you because I saved this footage because it was so off Twitter. And this is another reason Elon was so great, because they I knew people who were at January 6th who were on the left filming and they, they were like, yo, that was not an insurrection. They're like, there was some, there were some rioters that like got a little crazy, but like most people were just like, they're hanging out, like protesting, like no one, even there's footage of Alex Jones telling people not to go in the Capitol. He's like, that's the story they want. Don't go in the Capitol. There was a lot of people saying that it's like, you know, go there and protest, but do not go in the Capitol because they're going to turn it around on they're you. They're going to make that's it exactly what but, they did. But dude, but then they you... hid the evidence for what? How many months now? A and, year, year and a half. And did you see the way that the security was? Like when there was a BLM protest, they had like full fucking body armored military there. And when it was January sixth, no one. They like well, and, and you look back. Trump said, "Hey, look, I'm authorizing troops to be there just yep. so nothing happened." Oh, no, no, no. You know, they Nancy Pelosi and Capitol Police and whoever else is involved in there, we may never know. Or it's so like, they, no, we so don't then, need it because they were hoping something happened they, yeah. because they could turn it on to Trump. Exactly. And the, the best part about it, and people miss this part, is the hearings were produced by a TV producer. They oh, yeah. hired a TV producer. For those hearings. Well, like the whole thing that everybody was laughing that Matt Gates was running out of there. And it's like Oh, uh, it's Holly. It was Holly. Yeah. I Oh yeah. Yeah, that footage. Yeah, and it's was, like it was totally edited to like two seconds of him running through. It didn't show everybody else that was trying to get out of the Capitol. It I just gotta shows him find, like Yeah, look, this he was just running out of there like a, Yeah. You know, he was scared to death. So much of it has been distorted. I have this footage. Let me see. Well, that's I... why they were terrified that Tucker Carlson got all those. Well, and they stopped him. They stopped. Yeah. They stopped him from releasing anymore. Dude, this footage that I have. So... Because if you see what had actually happened from the cameras, it was more the Capitol Police inciting Inside. a lot of the violence. Completely. I mean, completely. you're completely. You're shooting Bro. freaking rubber bullets down into a group of people. I mean, I'm I'm really surprised people didn't come out with like missing eyes and all kinds of stuff. And because do you see the part where that one guy's just running back and forth trying to grab everybody's flash grenades and stuff and just wildly hucking them out into the freaking crowd? Yeah, like, they're really lucky it didn't turn worse than it did because totally i would have been if i was just standing there and next thing you know, i'm getting a flashbang going off at my feet dang they're lighting you on fire i'd start getting a little bit pissed it's like look we're not here doing anything and you guys are like shooting us with rubber bullets and throwing flashbangs at us and stuff and spraying bear spray or whatever it was to, <laughs> we're not doing they're anything. inciting yeah it's like you guys are inciting us to start something 
So it's okay. like that's I think that's why they were so terrified of letting any of that footage out. Watch this. You gotta see this footage. Cause this is the this is the piece of footage that I think is some of the most damning of anything. Um let me hear. I got let me fit it into the window here. Oh, you're good. This is fucking crazy. And I like I literally I kind of like threw this in my editor so I could point it out. So watch this. So this guy gets up and starts beating on the window with a bat. Look at his okay, so look at that. He's got a helmet with a big Trump bumper sticker yeah, on the like, back. Um, yeah. So that on the was, back of wasn't it. staged. Yeah, that's <laughs> not staged or anything. That's not well, suspicious. Who puts us like he's like, hey, look, I'm with Trump. Yeah, exactly. On the window. Watch what happens too. And so this is the kind of footage that was banned from Twitter. Like people that posted this on Twitter were kicked off and blocked until Elon took over. Watch this guy. A MAGA terrorist. <laughs> and I was like, oh look, MAGA terrorists are attacking the police. <laughs> Well, is the cops fucking beating on the window? Wasn't somebody like grabbing him and saying, "Yeah, that guy." He's like, "Hey, quit it!" You know, this is freaking the public building. Not, we're not here to destroy stuff. Even that one guy. There was that footage. Of that guy that was like going up to the Capitol Police that are just standing there. He's like, "Hey, this is our building. Why aren't you stopping these people from breaking the windows and stuff?" He's like, "Do your job," and they're just like silent. He's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of this footage. So, like. I finally fucking went and saved it. Um, like there's like this footage. This is this was from a, I found this on a foreign website, but this is just like the footage. This was before Tucker Carlson got it too. This is just the footage of them walking between the velvet ropes, like in the yeah. It's like not doing anything. And but then they show these this other footage that like the old they talk about cherry picking footage. That's exactly like they they accuse Matt Taibbi and those guys of. Of uh, and he, th here's another one where they're opening the gate too, where yeah, it shows the, the guy opening the and gate. And this stuff was all on Facebook and everything at the time. And it's like these people are like letting them in. So how is this an insurrection? You know, they're like guiding totally. people in. Like so, either well, this is did you hear this is this is either planned, or they're just like, hey, there's not a problem here. Let's let these people in and protest by the he, steps he, to the Capitol. Yeah, this guy like totally breaks it down. He shows he slows it down so you can see the cop like pulling the gate open. Yeah. But the the ones the media ran with are the ones where they're up there shaking the gates and stuff and they're like Yeah. We're we're gonna take our take the capital or whatever they were chanting, you know, it's like and how many of these people were just sent there to cause yeah. problems? Well, my, and my argument, my argument too, was like, okay, look, if people committed crimes, fine, arrest them, yeah. try them. Like if that guy have, that was busting the window, yeah, yeah charge, sure, arrest those people. But everyone else, yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, you don't need. Yeah, like, they just started arresting people that were there, and guess how they did it? Oh, we traced the phone pings of all these people. So we got all these phone records of the phone pings that were all here close to the Capitol and just started going arresting them for whatever reason. Yeah. You know I mean, and, and the people that were old ladies and stuff that were getting arrested because they had walked through there. And instead of like, okay, so give them a trespassing misdemeanor or something, they're like, we're going to charge you with a felony for an insurrection. It's like, 
I walked into the Capitol because everybody else was. <laughs> you know, it's is, like I've never been in here. Yeah. <laughs> and there are people telling people to go in. This is a, this is crazy and anecdotal, but like right before January 6th happened, I was kind of like talking to this Chinese woman that I'd met on Tinder. And we uh, we met for like coffee. We never ended up like going much further than a date or two. But I remember talking to her over coffee and she was she's lived in Beverly Hills. There's a lot of very conservative people in Beverly Hills because a lot of rich people. But I think she was a Chinese national. She was very wealthy. And she goes, we're like having coffee. And she's like, wait till you see. She was like, wait till you see what's going to happen on January 6th. Like, or she's like, there's a protest coming up. Wait. She was like saying, wait till you see. Because she was a Trump supporter, supposedly. Um. Well, she she probably foreseen it just like everybody else did. It's like, you know what, this is if they go down there, something's gonna happen. Well, so if you start putting pieces together, same thing happened with the FBI with those uh the watchmen. The Whitmer. Yeah, that whole thing. There was more FBI informants in that group than there was guys they were trying to charge. Yeah, that's all cr- staged. So, you know what's crazy? They did. I read an article in the Intercept recently. They did a sim. They tried to do a similar thing in Colorado to to leftist people, where they infiltrated these BLM groups or these like police protester groups or uh, you know defund the police groups or whatever. Yeah. And and they they they. They literally were like, hey, let's assassinate the AG. Like they tried to push a plot to assassinate the AG within yeah. these groups. And they had this chick with like pink hair who was like all, you know, dressed up like a yeah. like she's like a social justice warrior <laughs> and stuff. And it's like, so it happens all the time. And yeah. to, to the the last thing I'll add to that is Matt Gates actually was on Tim Pool. And I have the footage of this. Um, but he said he said straight out, he goes, what, what I'm afraid is happening is, you know, now that the war on terror is over, like all this money for the, for war on terror is being focused on finding, you know, domestic terrorism. And he's like, we're creating domestic creating. Yeah. He's, he goes, if you give these agencies, all this money, that's, they're going to find which to find witches. They're going to find witches, even if they have to make them themselves. Yep, Exactly. It almost it almost feels like we're in just a big psyops, like a big it, government it, psyops. It, man, that so there's this movie. <laughs> it's called The Mouth of Madness. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I haven't. So the premise of the movie it's kind of corny, like at this point in time because it's from the '90s. But the premise right. of the movie is there's this guy called Sutter Kane who's writing these books, and everyone re- that reads Sutter Kane goes crazy. And so there's this one guy who's like starting to notice this. And by the end of the movie, everyone in the world has read Kane except him. And he, so he's the insane one because because everyone else is insane. So now he's the minority, you know? And I feel like that's kind of what's happened in the U S man, like propaganda. When, when you dig into 1984. Yeah. Everyone thinks <laughs> that Trump is a secret Russian spy still, despite that being debunked. Like once you have the public in that position where it's like, oh, like anything this person says is the devil. Like people believe like Matt Taibbi is a good example. Matt Taibbi has never done anything but report accurately and fairly and spoken truth to power since day one. The only thing that's yeah. changed is now the Democrats are the authoritarians and he's criticizing them. Yeah. And the, now he's, he's the enemy. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Yep. It's like, what? It's, are you it's just a weird thing. But, and that's why I kind of just, I 
I got tired of Facebook and got rid of it because all that stuff was going on. It's like, oh, I said, I said this, and now that goes against their guidelines. I was like, how is that even? I mean, I'm not inciting violence or anything like that. I'm just saying, hey, you know. So here was one of the things. So I had commented uh, something on a friend's post about. Uh, I'm going to shoot you in the butt with my BB gun or something like that. Just totally joking around. Yeah. And I got flagged for that and I couldn't post anything for like three days. I was like, you guys are so retarded. I was like, do, do you want they, to don't, some- they don't know me and they don't know my friend, but right. because I said shoot, I, I'm assuming it's the word yeah. shoot. It's the AI or something. Was what flagged me. Yeah. And I'm like, so check this I, out. I can't even post. I'm like, I'm tired of this stuff. I don't do, need do it. You want, do you want to hear fucking some crazy shit? So first, one of um you know Jaden Ray and Daisha's daughter she went to University of New Mexico and for political science so she okay. she has a degree in political science all her like classmates are like political people her one friend Medea worked for the Pete Buttigieg campaign and the Bert San- Bernie Sanders campaign and and now she works for the DNC when she was being interviewed by the DNC Jaden told me that they specifically asked her about me like how oh, she knows like, me. Oh, they, She's, they're like, that guy's an extreme, that guy's a um extremist or something. They're oh, like So unfortunately, she's probably been indoctrinated then. Well, it, she's still it's friends it's with me, but she just basically said like that they specifically asked her about me. So then it gets even crazier. So for Facebook, I have a I had a meme page called Conservative Memes for Militant Leftists or something. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and dude, they started like flagging me for shit, and they pulled up a post I did like two years prior about like remember when they did the stimulus money and they only they were supposed to they're like we're gonna give you two thousand dollars but it was only six hundred. Yeah, and the post was like, "Here's how you can spend your six hundred dollars stimulus check," and it had instructions for how to build a guillotine with stuff you buy at Home Depot. <laughs> they dug that post up from like two years earlier and banned me from Facebook for like a week because of it. I know it's so ridiculous, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like, and that's what I, what I like about Elon. He he's not right or left. He's just you know he he's an actual African. He was born in Africa. I know that's so. You funny know what I mean? He's an African American thing. Yeah, he's an African American, but you know that's it's been true. so stigmatized to oh, it's if you true. have black skin, you're African American. It's like most people haven't even been to Africa or were never yeah, born in Africa. I know. But because they're black, they're automatically assumed that they're African American. Like yeah. that'd be like me saying I'm a. Denmarkian American, you know, right, it's right. stupid. It's like because my family was from Denmark, you know, on my dad's side, but it's like I'm American. I was born here. It's one like of my, anybody else is born here is American. <laughs> one of my best black friends, like we were talking one time, and he goes, he said something that just blew my mind. He goes, if it wasn't for slavery, I wouldn't be here. And I was like, that's fucked up. It's, it, but like, yeah, it's it's it, true. It's it's true. But at the same time, I I can't remember. There was this. uh guy talking about oh it's uh officer tatum i follow him on instagram but he was talking about like the the first slave owners in america were black people it was it was a world thing it's like it wasn't just it was a rich people thing yeah it it was was a rich people thing black people had slaves too dude they're like people the king the king in africa was putting them in cages 
for the guys to come and get them from the coast. Yeah, yeah, the Barbary but, Coast. Yeah, and it's like it's just been turned into oh, it was just white plantation slave owners yeah. that were doing this stuff, right. and they were cruel to them. It's like they were, but they were a very small minority of the Americas sure. in the time, you know, and it was mostly economical reasons they had slaves and they were pieces of crap too yeah but they were using the cheap labor it's nothing different than totally. what we do now we just outsource it to china <laughs> yeah now all yeah now with the asian slaves like yeah dude, did like, you see out the... of sight out of mind it's not it's, us we're right it's still it's still going <laughs> if you use a cell phone you're you're contributing to slavery like did you see the, yeah. the guy on joe rogan about the congo and the mining stuff in the congo yeah, yeah. oh it's, yeah it's, it's horrible conditions yeah, we're, and it's we're like, all but because we're, it's not right here going on in America. We're we're still supporting it. Yeah, in an, well, inadvertently because we don't have a whole lot of other options because we've outsourced everything anymore. And we've come a long way too. I think that kind of stuff gets used to divide us up when it's like the reality is we're all in the same boat if we're working class. Like we're all getting fucked. Like whether yeah. you're black, white. Ice T has this song called "No Lives Matter." Have you, have you heard that song? <laughs> <laughs> to certain people they don't <laughs> it's so good he's like he's like it ain't, he basically says in the middle of the song he's like look racism there's he's like it's real there's racism but he's like the he's like the real the reality is they don't give a fuck if you're black white he's like if you're poor you're gonna get fucked he's like you don't yeah. see them pulling people out of their cars in beverly hills because they got lawyers they yeah, know the fucking exactly. them, you know like well and that's that's how i feel about like the fbi and all these things they're going after the people that don't have the means to fight back Exactly. Like the guy that was wearing the horns and stuff. Right. Like finally, after all the video came Tucker out. Tucker Carlson got him out. Yeah. They're like, oh, he didn't do anything. They just had him in jail for a he year. He just and looked a half the weirdest. Stuff. Yeah. He, he looked the weirdest. And they yeah. could push push this Trump narrative. Right. We got, we got to uh, impeach him again or throw Trump in jail because of this insurrection that wasn't an insurrection. I think that's that's working um, against that's working against him. Did you watch that interview? Well, he did with- now, finally. But if they yeah. if they could have finally just never had any of that footage come out, we'd still oh, yeah. be at the same place. Like, right? no, this guy's guilty and Trump's guilty. And they would have dro- the AG of New York, you know, that whole stupid thing, too. Like if you read those documents of what he's trying to charge Trump with, it doesn't say that, it doesn't even say a crime. It just it's says, ridiculous. well, he was trying to cover up a crime by committing a crime. It's like, well, what's the crime? Well, that he was covering up a crime to commit a crime. <laughs> you know what the irony <laughs> is? Makes no sense. You know what the irony is too is the Clinton campaign paid a fine for funding that steel dossier recently. They yeah. had to, because which is they misreported it as on their expense. Yeah, they, and it's like it was a misdemeanor, but the same thing that Trump did. Supposedly yeah, he misreported. That's what they're trying to get him for. That he misreported. They're trying to say that him paying Stormy was a was a was a campaign donation, which yeah. is they have to prove it. Michael Cohen, the guy who lied under a committee. Yeah, well, he's like not. He's not super credible, but it's like, who cares if Trump did this or not? Who exactly? Cares? Exactly. It's irrelevant. Like that's between him and his wife at this point. Sure. I don't know if he did it or not. It's like it doesn't really affect what he's doing as the president right. or something, you know? It's and the like irony has- is it's the same people that defended Bill Clinton that are crucifying him yeah. over it. It's like what like, like and his was all provable. <laughs> all right. 
Like he did do this stuff. The other thing about Trump too is it's like you can say that he's done corrupt stuff. Of course he's done scammy shit. But he also did it in the private sector. You know, like all these other people like Biden and Clinton, like they're they're all all doing doing it it in DC. With your money. Yeah. Yeah, With your money to screw you out of more money. (laughs) Right. People don't people don't get that. It's it's crazy though. But I but I'm it makes me feel good to know that like I feel like people are coming around and I think we're almost to a like a postpartisan type era. Cause I I know a lot of people on the left that will vote for Trump this time, you know? Well, I, I mean, like- you, you see the contrast, you know, you seen what it was like during Obama. I mean, it wasn't completely horrible. And I, I have to agree that it was some bad policy with Bush before Obama totally. got in there. But I mean, when Obama comes out and said, Oh, there's, there's no magic wand to do this and that. It's like, no, the magic wand is you guys reversing policies that aren't working. Yeah. You know, that even if they were, not working great before but they were better than what we're doing now at least reverse back to that and then trump comes in and changes all these policies and then people start noticing pretty right away yeah hey i got more money to spend now under trump absolutely yeah Yeah, even my damon even daisha and ray who like hate trump said that they're like and they're landlords like they have property and shit and here's the one thing too that i think a lot of people forget about obama the reason Obama beat Hillary in the Democratic primary is because he voted against the Iraq war. Like yeah. everyone was done with these like these regime change wars. And and remember, Obama was change we can believe in. Like his yeah. original thing was like and, and honestly, at that time, I was like, OK, cool. This guy seems like he's like a moderate enough Democrat that he can work with the other side and he can like get some things done that we need to get done. And he'll end the wars because he was against the Iraq war. No, he came in. He did. The Obamacare thing was the Republican plan that Mitt Romney did a handout to the insurance companies. And then, you know, uh, he ramped up the wars for. Did you know he's related to Dick Cheney? Really? He's Dick Cheney's like sixth cousin or something. Well, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, too, it's like I think the American people are tired of all these wars. They you are. Know, I mean, you got you got itchy Everyone is. people that love to go to war, but the, yeah. the majority of the citizens and even military people are just tired of getting thrown into these wars that we don't need to be involved in. It's well, like. Obama gets in there, he runs on all this stuff against the war, but we dropped more bombs in the Middle East yep. than any, you know, than Bush did. Have you seen and, that meme? And there was no accountability to it because supposedly it wasn't going on according to the mil- or you know the the news well, media. And he, then Hillary Clinton gets into the state department and here we go with the regime change again. So you go in and take out Gaddafi. Yeah. It's like and it, that's that's what they talk about that whole vacuum thing. You take out the leader that was somewhat keeping stuff stable to now you just destabilize the nation and the only other people there are the extremists that are you know the terrorists essentially (laughs) when it's so obvious now that it's like a bit like the military i mean i i love the military and i i love that we we should have like we should always invest in the military obviously but like but our politicians use it the wrong way yeah now it's to the point where it's a like a ponzi scheme they're just dumping our money into it all over the place and it's like yo it's not isolationism to say america first it's not isolationism like they go oh you're an isolationist no i'm not like if we if people need our help we'll give it to them but like what are we doing we we need to take care of our own citizens 
Yeah. It's like, you know, people want to call you a racist because, uh, hey, I believe in, you know, doing immigration the right way, not just letting whoever come into the country because we're supporting them. Most people do. With our tax money, you know, we got to give them education and health care and stuff like that. Just humanly things. But at the cost of the taxpayers that we can barely afford our own health care and stuff. You know, it's like we can't afford them to come in here and not be paying into the system that we're all paying into. To something you touched on earlier, too. And I always say this in regards to immigration because it's a solvable problem if you go after the people that are enabling it. Right. Yeah. Like the, the the Soros, if you're talking about the Soros open borders thing, the people that benefit from that are like companies like Walmart that get the cheap labor from the immigrants. Yeah. If you start finding those companies and make it like hazardous for them to do that, they'll stop doing it. And then you don't have that enablement. And then it like, of course, you still need like obviously strong borders and everything, but it's it's less likely to the other side of it that people never think about, man, is why are these people fleeing their countries? Most of the time it's because of the other thing we were just talking about, our militaries in their fucking things up. And and like so before we close out, we got like five minutes left, but I want to talk about this with you because this is something I've been seeing a lot. They're trying they're talking about invading Mexico now. Have you seen this? I've I've heard some stuff about it, yeah. So the what I've heard on like left Twitter is that the reason this the underlying motive here is because AMLO, the new president of Mexico, wants to nationalize their lithium market because they have a lot of lithium that you use for batteries and stuff. Yeah. And the, and the U S is like, no, you can't do that. Like, because our companies want to make money off of it. And yeah. so they're like, so now they're saying like, Oh, we got to invade because the cartels are getting fentanyl and stuff, you know, yeah. make, make up a crisis to, to yeah. it seem like, Oh, we're going in for this, but actually we got our black ops on the other side of them doing this yep. other crap. And yep. it's like, it, it's just going to cause a mess. We we go down. I mean, I know we've got black ops people everywhere. You can't have almost a a trillion dollar military budget and not have these. There's what was there a trillion dollars or something like that when they were asked to show receipts on where all this money's going to the military budget, and they're like. Well, we just don't know where this trillion dollars over the last few years went to. It's like no people that know know it went into all these black ops projects. That nobody else is going to talk about it because then it's going to stir up. You know, it's going to beat the hornet's nest. Yeah, and uh, listen, I'm all for that too. Like, we should have we should have like surgical, like covert stuff going on like that. All of course, but our budget is so wasteful. I always remember this. I always remember this story, like with with regards to what we're talking about with Ukraine and all the waste there and how nothing's tracked. There's this story that I always call out and I still have it linked, like about how during Iraq, we sent a pallet of money, $12 billion on a pallet and it just disappeared. Oh, yeah. It's like, how (laughs) does this... We don't know where it went or bad. It's like, how is this stuff even legal though? Well, it's because they don't get, nobody's held accountable for it. Yeah, keep doing it. <laughs> so we're getting robbed. Like we like oh, that's yeah. that's what I see. Like our we're basically being robbed repeatedly through the tax code. And it's like because we because we're busy fighting over like, oh, Trump's, you know, this or like, you know, Hillary's that like yeah. we're not having these kinds of conversations where it's like, hey, we're all being screwed. <laughs> Dog's going crazy here.
Oh, anyway, we should close up, man. We got, I got yeah. four minutes left, but this is, yeah, I mean, we, we really could do episode after episode. I mean, we only touched on probably a small percentage of stuff. Hey, let's plan on doing it again, man. Like, like I said, I'll, what I'll do is anything to help you. I'll send you the, um, well, let's close it. Let's close everything out, but let's plan on doing it like once a month or once every couple of weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah, and, for sure. And I'll send you like I'll get I'll throw it up on Google Drive. Do you want just audio or do you want like the video? Uh, you can, yeah, you can send the video. That'd be fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, and honestly, man, I'll help you too if you need help. Like you should you should push on like I I started on Rumble because I was worried that like I was going to get kicked off YouTube for COVID stuff and like yeah. I was I was really careful. I'm like I'm talking about January. I was showing that January 6th footage I just showed you. Yeah, yeah. I was like rumble's pretty safe like they and plus uh once you get ramped up with audience you get you make money there yeah, on ads yeah. Yeah. um if if you get a following but so then i started uploading to youtube and it's like my youtube audience like just grew fast and so then i started kind of like going like well i'm gonna try saying this and youtube has been honestly good like they Maybe haven't so they haven't well. censored me yet so well and i think it kind of goes to that whole thing of the the left's like, we're going to kick you guys off our platform, so go build your own. Well, people went and built their own, and now they're not happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, or, or like Elon buying Twitter and just making it like – I stopped, to your point, with Facebook. I had totally stopped engaging with Facebook. Like every once in a while, I'll post some stuff on Instagram, but they flag me all the time. I hate it. It's like it, it makes the user experience terrible too. Like those companies will lose. Like if if YouTube keeps censoring, eventually people will completely migrate to a platform like Rumble, yeah, and then they people... lose money. So I mean, it's, yeah. it's not really in their best business interest to do what they're doing. But I mean, like I say, it's it's an ideology that's kind of taken over these big companies because they've had the market for so long that now that there's yeah. these alternate platforms and people are leaving them, they're like, oh, our numbers are going down. Uh, maybe we should ramp down a little bit on that so we're not losing all this revenue <laughs> yeah well and there's a concerted effort too like i come from the advertising world like digital advertising and stuff and what they're trying to do now is create these government funded groups that demonetize people that are saying stuff that isn't in in line with the state department and stuff you yeah. know what i mean where it's like oh if you're talking about january 6 and you're saying anything that we don't agree with we're going to make sure that no one will advertise with your content and stuff you know yeah so yeah, it's getting it. crazy yeah well and that's you know goes back to the whole freedom of speech thing it's like you know we need to have the conversations that nobody wants to have and not just flat text or it's only going to get worse. Yeah. And we need to, we need to like agree, find out like what we, what we all agree on and work on the, like it has to, I think politics needs to change from like a left, right thing to an issue by issue thing where we go, okay, yeah, you know, healthcare, what do you think? Like, what do you think? How do we meet in the middle and get something that ever, that may, takes care of everyone, but you know, doesn't give it all out to free for free to immigrants or, you know, people that are here illegally or whatever, you know, like whatever we got to do to hash these things out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, it's, they're multifaceted problems that are trying to be solved by a single line item. And it's just not possible. No, it's like it, it takes a bunch of different things coming together to at least make it better. If not try and solve it where it's like, Oh, well, if we only do this, it'll fix it. And it's like, how is just that one thing going to fix it? It's like, this is a bigger problem than what you guys are trying to say it is. 
Plus, nothing is one size fits all. Like a solution for California is going to be a different solution for Texas or Utah. Oh and yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a different so, type of population. It's a different climate. It's you know, but it's it's not as controllable if you're not everybody's not in that same box, and it right. makes it too hard for a central government to control. Which I don't think they like. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I, there's aspect like that's why our system I think is good. Like there's a there's the federal and the the state kind of split. Like there's some things you need to have uniformity on to some degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 